Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, it's your Daily Draft Report, a daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus 2 Canton. Just had to make sure I was live. Yes, we are live. It is live. It is it is a Monday night, but we're filming a filming, good lord, recording our Tuesday show. And if you hear craziness in the background, it's because my family decided to show up and they're all playing spoons. So it's gonna be a little nuts in the background. There might be periods of random people screaming. So I'll try to edit it out the best I can. So, anyways, make sure you follow all of us on the campus to Canton podcast feed. There's a future freshman, hero running back show, Debbie Debate. The campus to Canton, actually, you know, the campus and Canton ones, whole slew of podcasts. Make sure you check them all out. Tonight's prospect, this one I've been waiting a while to get to, also as well. Alec Pierce, wide receiver from Cincinnati. He is a senior, six foot three, 211 pounds. And once again, I'm excited. This is probably the last time I'll talk to him this cycle, at least. Andrew Harbaugh. Andrew, how you doing, bud? Doing good, Dwight. I, I like how you set it up. I, you added in this cycle. At the end, yeah. of it sounds like, oh, okay, I'm just going to be dead to you after this. Sounds good. But no, it's, <laughs> no. I, I have already transitioned to 2023 because I, I just, every April, I'm like, okay, I'm just done. <laughs> but yeah, like I you mean, said, we've got a couple more. We got, I think, 10 days from today is the draft. And then you have the three days of it. And then it's full steam ahead. We're into May. And it's, I always laugh that I enjoy the usually the week after the draft is Cinco de Mayo, so it's like you get to relax and have reason to <laughs> just have fantastic food and margaritas all at the same time. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there is definitely this time of cycle where you just get kind of tired of the takes and the revolving, you know, it's like, who's hot today? Who's hot today? Oh, oh, now, now, now we're on this train? Okay. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, yes. And I think part of that is, I talked about it a little bit on my mock draft Monday, was that this class is just, it's very up in the air. I think this draft could go a million different ways and none of us really know. So it's just, yeah. And, and that's the thing too, like we're going to talk about Alec Pierce today. This receiving class is very, very deep and has a lot of fun, like late guys. Next year's class has some very top heavy talent, but I don't know if it's as deep. But on the flip side of that, running back quarterback is just absolutely Ooh. loaded next year. Nice. And tight end is, I think I was joking with somebody. I said not to get off track. I think Kyle Pitts has ruined scouting tight ends because it's never going to be as fun as it was watching Kyle Pitts. But again, it's one of those things. This receiver class is kind of what's keeping everybody going. I think is because there's 30, 40 names worth talking about. Another one today, obviously. Right. And the defense is really good, too, if, if anybody's interested in that. So this is a really, <laughs> really good defensive draft. It is a defensive and an offensive line, yes. Right. All right. Recruit, click the recruiting profile of Alec Pierce. He came from Glen Ellen, Illinois. He was the 1,164th ranked player based on the composite three-star guy. And he had offers from Air Force, Army, Ball State, Bowling Green, quite a few of them, and ultimately went to Cincinnati. Uh, as a sophomore, he ended up having 37 catches for 652 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Uh, the COVID shortened 2020. He only had 17 catches. But this year, he really emerged as Desmond Ritter's go-to target with 52 receptions, 884 yards, and he scored eight touchdowns. And then and as far as the RAS score and his combine, he had a really damn good combine. Ended up with a RAS score of 9.82. Uh, six foot three, like you said, two eleven. His vert was forty inch, forty and a half inches. Broad jump ten nine. Forty yard dash of four point four one. 
So those are very, very good numbers in the top part of all elite numbers. Raz comps, <laughs> Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I, I thought that was not a very good Raz comp, but DJ Chark is, I like that one a lot better. So DJ Chark's not a comp. I mean, obviously it's a Raz comp, but that's overall a pretty good comp, I think, actually, yeah. for even its style. For me, one comp I stuck out with, and I, it's a really good player, doesn't play anymore, reminded me a lot of Jordy Nelson, where the, yes. he really, really relies on his route mm-hmm. running. Good, strong, reliable hands. He was Aaron Rodgers' go-to guy before Devontae. And I think Jordy wasn't – I don't even think he was – was he drafted coming out of Kansas State? I don't think he I was. Yeah. Um, but that's in the Wayback Machine. But um, And they're both white, too. That's the well, key that's thing to every I comp. try to avoid <laughs> – That's come the key to the comp. lazy comps, yeah. No. It's like everyone it's... was calling – everyone called Andy Isabella Julian Edelman my first senior bowl. And I was like, that's right. – no, if you yeah. watch them play, they are incredibly, <laughs> incredibly similar. So, yeah, yeah that I was actually going to save that for later. But, yeah, Jordy Nelson is a really good comp for Pierce. Yeah, right. no, I mean, overall, like his te- – and here's the other thing, too. His testing is way better than what Jordy Nelson had. So, even right, athletically, right. Um, I think he's way better than Jordy was coming out, at least for sure. But, yeah, the DJ Chark, though, I really like that one a lot. All right, Andrew, what traits and attributes does Pierce possess you think would make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of t- I hinted at it here. Um, the route running, the reliable hands. Um, you talked about him being the go-to guy for uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, I I am not a fan of, and no, me neither. And um, his <laughs> arm strength is really what just kills me when I'm watching it. Like, it, and, and and just to throw out another comp that everyone's gonna love. Like when I was watching uh, Ritter, my comp for him was Deshaun Kaiser. Which, if you type in Kaiser on your phone, it autocorrects to loser. So that's all the fun. Oh, that's mean. I like it, though. Um, But anyway, so it's one of those things where Pierce is able to adjust to poor catch, uh, poor passes, excuse me, um, makes contested catches. He's able to reel in the over the shoulder stuff. Like he has a very, very good catch radius. And like we talked about him being reliable, not to make another white, white wide receiver comp here, but. He reminded me of he was to Desmond Ritter what Hunter Renfro was to Trevor Lawrence and what is now Derek Carr, where he's never probably going to be a leading receiver on a team, but he's somebody who could probably consistently get 40, 60 yards, flash a couple hundred yard games um, here and there, and probably get five, six touchdowns a year. So he's somebody that you have as like a fun flex play, probably depending on the situation. But he's definitely somebody that I really like a lot. And again, not to make the Jordy comp go further, he's somebody to where if Green Bay does not address receiver in the first round with either of those picks, I think that somebody in late round two, round two or round three they could grab. And I don't think they'd be missing a whole lot right away. Obviously, nobody can replicate what Devontae Adams was, but it's like Moneyball. You couldn't replace Jason Jambi, so we might as well be Alec Pierce will be our Jeremy Jambi. Rest in peace. Yeah, those are things I noticed. I like the length, the the frame, the catch radius. He's got good speed. Obviously, the leaping ability at the Raz score. He boxes out. He's got good strength to break out of tackles. He's really good after the catch. I like his yep. how strong he runs at the ball. Um, he's very versatile. Moves inside, outside. He and then also with the deep passes, he locates the ball well, tracks it well. Um, he blocks well. I mean, there are a lot of things he does really well. You know, he's just because of the volume of that offense. He was never really, you know, that high of a targeted receiver, although he did right. have an 
he did have a quarterback rating of 117 when targeted, which is crazy. You know, and that's like you said, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Raider fan either. This first round, first quarterback stuff is the silliest shit I've ever seen. Today, I think we're not off that train, aren't we? I've seen a little bit of Ritter hate today. So it seems like it's because yeah. Willis and Pickett are visiting <laughs> Detroit today. So oh yeah, they're now the darlings of the dance. He he does a lot of Pierce does a lot of things of the X of that typical X receiver. You know, he plays the outside boundaries really well, works the sidelines well, but he also can go across the middle and stuff. So I like it a lot. So what about weaknesses, Andrew? What do you think could really hold him back? Yeah, I mean. He doesn't really protect himself going across the middle, and that's kind of why um, Ritter has his trust, too, at the same time, because it's that double-edged sword where I can throw this ball and I know my guy's going to go get it, but at the same time, you're also leaving him for um, pure execution across the middle. Obviously, it's not 2005 Ray Lewis waiting across the middle anymore to light anybody up on Monday Night Football, um, but at the same time, it's one of those things where you don't want your receivers getting beat up too much, especially if he's going to get targeted say eight, 10 times a game, probably. Um, so, I mean, that's one thing there. And then another silly thing too, I think at times he can lack some effort uh, blocking, but again, that's something that coaching staffs really nitpick over, but like, there's nothing really he does bad at all in his game. It's just really, it's one of those reports where when I was writing it, I was like, what can I really just find to fill this box? That's not really like I, I, I took those two things and somehow turned it into a paragraph by just using a lot of fancy words that don't need to be there. So, I mean, there's really not a whole lot that he does bad. He's average in some areas and then he's great in some, some others, but I mean, there's not really much he does bad. I think that's why he's somebody that a team could take in round two or three and, and you can start him day one and you probably just coach him up a little bit and here and there. But I mean, he does a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, and that's going to be good enough for a lot of teams. Right. If there was one bone that I had to pick that I noticed was that he relies on his athleticism and his ability to do the things we talked about. But as far as nuances of being a receiver, like head fakes, you know, selling, selling routes to corners, things like that. The, the nuance, the nuance, little things that like a Garrett Wilson would do. That's not Pierce. You know, he right. does not he does not have those yet. And he doesn't have like the best route tree, but he relies on his athleticism because he's really good athletically. He uses it to get open and he uses it after the catch. So I'd like to see him, but that also can come with time. So, you know, that's one of those things. I, I bet we could say almost the same things about most guys that come from a smaller school that don't get the pass volume like that. You know that don't see don't see ninety targets and fifteen hundred. You know they're not going to be as refined in different things of the game as they need to be. So that's one. That's probably the biggest thing I notice. Yeah, and they don't also work against the same corners that guys in the SEC, the Big Ten, and everybody else does. So, right again, that's not a knock on the competition. Say it's just one of those things where um, you talked about his athleticism really bailing him out. That's going to happen when you have lesser cornerback play to go against. All right, and then as far as draft capital, um, I think he's probably a, a day two guy. Is that where you have him? Andrew? Yeah, I think day two for sure is. I mean, round two, round three. Like I said, end of round two, end of round two, beginning of round three. Somebody that um, again, and, and, and we'll get to it later. But there's a lot of teams. I think he kind of fits in where it's kind of be his floor and ceiling, so to speak. Yeah. All right. What teams? What What do you think would be a good? Yeah. Fit? No. I mean, I think. Green Bay, obviously, I think if they don't address it in the first round, um, which would also be hilarious considering 
um, the fragile ego that is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then there's also, um, I like him in Philadelphia, um, opposite Devontae Smith with Jalen Hurts, because he's already used to the erratic quarterback play, which I love I loved Jalen Hurts, for the record. It's just he's not the <laughs> most accurate, reliable passer as far as consistency goes. Um, and then also, too, for Detroit, somebody that maybe they target – trade back into the second round four, like instead of picking them at the beginning of round three. So um, those three spots, I think, and those are also spots I think he could start day one with and actually produce with too. Right. I'd like, I'd like green Bay to pair him with somebody like Dotson or sky Moore. you know, get that electric inside guy and then get that guy that can patrol the outside like Pierce. I think that would make a really good, make a lot of sense. I mean, so even they could go, I hope they double up on wide receivers. I did a mock draft for them recently. I think I picked four. <laughs> like so like like they need something good lord and they lost same brown too apart from adams so i mean right it's really just Lazard and, and scandling so really it's just lazard right now so great which yeah. rogers talked about having a great bond with too so <laughs> of course aaron Rodgers. he, t- he talks the talk doesn't he oh he walks the walk too though so like <laughs> yes as far as a rookie draft where you taking where you targeting peers I think any of those landing spots, I'd be more than comfortable. Again, that's ironic, same as his draft spot. I'd probably say end of round two, beginning of round three. Because, again, round two, you're probably winning your league, so you don't need him to do anything right away. Um, so he's a nice value spot there. And then if you're beginning of round three, that's when you kind of start taking your flyers if you're a fantasy owner. And I think he's a fantastic flyer if you're drafting at the top of him. So I think, again, it match is one of those few exceptions where – the real draft stock matches the fantasy draft stock. Great. Exactly. like it. All right, Andrew. Uh, thank you as much as always. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and where they can find your work you're barraging me with? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MandrewNFL, and I am still writing for Nittany Lions Wire and Dynasty Nerds. You can find me or my work with both of those. I actually just ranked the top 10 Big Ten quarterbacks today, which I'm sure no fan base is going to be up. Only fan base is going to be happy as Ohio State because that was the easy one. Everything after that was basically rolled. All right. So. You're a Penn State writer. Where'd you put Clifford? Come on. He was eight or nine out of yeah, 14. As I was say, it's probably pretty low. <laughs> I hope yeah. so. God, I wish Allen was well ahead of him. I wish Allen, I wish Allen would beat him out. I, I uh, like that's the, My editor asked me today. We had to submit – what are our hopes for the spring game? And I said that I hope Aller makes everybody have to have new pants after the game. And then that way he can just start right away. Cause I can't, I told him if I'm going to cover Penn state football this year, I need more exciting quarterback play to talk about than Sean Clifford. <laughs> oh, poor Sean Clifford. Anyways. <laughs> all right. You can find me on Twitter at FF people's champ. This podcast daily draft RPRT. Thank you all very much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.